The Hard Knocks Life is brought to you by FourRoofsTX.com. Four Roofs TX is a locally owned company that has a proven track record of getting the job done right. I have used Four Roofs TX for my home and you should too. Use them for your next project. Whether it's metal, shingles, or tile, they are here for all your roofing needs. Perfect installs, reliable upgrades, upkeep and repair. Four Roofs TX is the only way to go. Go to the number four, RoofsTX.com and get your quote today or call 512-689-5273 and tell them Hardball Hard sent you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's your boy. Man, there's just something about this dude. I couldn't have, my boy DJ, him shouting, him shouting did his thing. I can't thank him enough for putting this down. But welcome to another edition of the Hard Knocks Life. The Hard Knocks Life is brought to you by FourRoofsTX.com. Make sure you get your roof checked out, whether it's an estimate, or you've had some damage, make sure you go to fourroofstx.com. It's locally owned. It's a friend of mine, and he has done unbelievable work throughout his time, and he will continue to do that. So go to fourroofstx.com. It's the only way to go. It's the number four roofstx.com and get you a quote and tell them your boy Hardball Hard sent you. Uh, Welcome to another edition of the Harge Knox Life, and this Harge Knox Life is going to basically be a recap of what I told you I was going to be looking for into the scrimmage. Texas had their second scrimmage this past Saturday, and as everything else goes, some of the things that we talked about and some of the things that I tried to present to you to make sure that this was the right thing to do was some of the takeaways that I wanted to uh, address as well. As you know, the biggest conversation out here has been who's going to be the punter. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that's not the biggest conversation. I'm just messing with you. The biggest conversation is obviously going to be the quarterback battle. Second scrimmage was everyone putting it out there, putting it on the line. And I've had a bunch of people that were associated with the program. We've seen all the reports from, uh, Orange Bloods from Inside Texas from 24-7, Horns 24-7. And everybody has an opinion in what they thought and what their sources are telling them. Live sources too. And and a lot of these sources are are very, how can I say this? They're very opinionated on a lot of different things, but they also want the best for the University of Texas, as everyone else does. So when you're sitting here and you're making an evaluation about the quarterback position, about the running back position, about the wide receiver position, which I'll get into that too, because those are some of the things that I was talking about during this scrimmage. And after the first scrimmage, all we heard about was how the team, excuse me, the quarterbacks played or lack thereof. There wasn't anyone really stepping up and doing what they needed to do throughout this uh, scrimmage, the first one. So as this is playing out, you sit there and you try to figure out, 
next? What's next? What's next? What's next? How do we get this to work? Who is going to be the guy? And as you sit back and you watch and you try to figure it out, you try to find the little things, right? I said before when Casey Thompson was throwing interceptions and everyone was talking about it, I said I would much rather him do that now in practice, see if he can get the ball in there, and take a chance during practice as opposed to doing it September 4th against Louisiana Lafayette and their, and their fourth and their fourth. So when you look at some of the mistakes that was being made early, you got to take that for what it was. It's not like you heard they were playing bad. It was you heard that, well, you made an interception. And then on the other side, on, on Hudson Carr, oh, Hudson Carr was taking too many sacks. Hudson Carr, he was real patient. He didn't turn the ball over. You know why? Because he wasn't really taking those chances. And so there's two different ways of looking at it. And then add into the fact that Coach Sark is a quarterback guru. He played the position. He's helped a lot of people throughout. He knows what this position is all about. Therefore, he might have said, you know what? They're not playing up to my standards. Doesn't mean that they weren't playing winning football, which gets me to this weekend. He brought that up. They were playing winning football this weekend. That means that they didn't turn the ball over. There wasn't that craziness. The offense finally caught up to where the defense was, and they probably schemed throughout this. So when you're looking to decide who the quarterback's going to be, regardless of who it is, make sure you understand that Coach Sark, this is what he does. This is how he, you know, made his bones. So whatever decision he made, I'm going to trust it regardless. I've told you from day one, I told you for since last year, Casey Thompson is now. Hudson Card is the future. And then someone asked me the other day, actually it was on the radio show, where uh, the sports grind, Ticket 760, with my man Calvin Casey and Jonas Clark and my man Sam, Sam the Big Puma, he was the one who asked me about the kids that are coming in after. I'm not worried about that right now. I'm not at all. What I'm worried about is who's going to be the guy to lead this team to a successful season, nine wins, 10 wins, eight wins. I'm going nine, I'm going nine. But as you look at what's happening, who's going to be the, the quarterback to lead this team? I believe it's going to be Casey, but I think Hudson Card is making Casey better, and I believe that Casey is making Hudson Card better. Hudson has a lot of upside, and he's going to be unbelievable at this program. Trust me when I say that. But then you look at Casey Thompson, and one of the things that I've I've been listening to, and it's not just at the University of Texas, it's at other universities, it's in the NFL, and people always say, why isn't there a separation? Maybe he just has two talented-ass quarterbacks that – are making each, they're sharpening each other. They're making them better. And maybe both quarterbacks are doing the things that he's asking. Therefore, it's making it closer than what it is. You know, everybody, when they talk about separation, 
I told you this last time. I think that's great if both quarterbacks are doing great. I think it's great that both quarterbacks are similar. And it doesn't matter if he's a freshman or junior, senior. It doesn't matter. That means that we are in a good position because I want to know what anyone else that is listening to this, and remember, please send your comments, subscribe to the podcast. That way you know every time as football starts to ramp up, I'm going to be doing this much more often. And I want you to comment and let me know your thoughts as well because I don't have all the answers, but I do know this. When people say there's no separation, that is not necessarily a bad thing. Think about that. That means they may have two talented quarterbacks, three, maybe four. But when you automatically go to, oh, my God, Casey's not going to be able to touch, or, oh, my gosh, Hudson is so great. He's right there with Casey. You got to remember, both of these quarterbacks are coming into a brand new system. And as we've heard Coach Sark talk about it, it's got concepts in this system. So as it breaks down, you start to look at all of it and you say, huh, maybe they're just playing that good. And Texas got a great position to have. Because if you look at it negative negatively, We'll say Casey is going to be named the starter. Hudson's going to be mad. He may leave. Hudson's going to be named the starter. Casey's going to be mad. He may leave. Or you just say these guys are both one play away from whoever's going to be the starter and whoever's going to be the backup, and they're going to be just as good as if it doesn't happen. Because if you don't remember, when we lost David Ash, panic mode set in. That's not happening now. The recruiting for the quarterback position has done very well, and Casey has bided his time to the point that he deserves an opportunity. Hudson Card has come in and done everything that he was asked. He deserves an opportunity. Coach Sark, we trust. So let Coach Sark piece this out. And Coach Sark said this the other day. He said, Hell, maybe I already know when I lay my head down on the pillow it's going to be the starting quarterback. That doesn't mean that I have to tell you guys, which is very fair, which is very fair. And I've always said that. We don't have to know everything. We like to be in the know, but we don't have to know everything because all news ain't great news and all great news ain't good news. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that meant. I don't know what I just said. But I digress. So two of the things that we talked about was the quarterback position, and I said – What needed to happen? I said, the wide receivers have to play better. And what did we hear from Coach Sark on Saturday? The wide receivers played better. They started doing the things that he was asking. Joshua Moore stepped up. By the way, that was one of the guys that I had on there. Jay Witt and Josh Moore needed to come out and do the things that they needed to do and play bigger and play better. Boom. Marcus Washington, Jay Witt, everybody's doing things that we thought that they were going to be capable of doing. They dealt with some nagging injuries. They were a little dinged up. Now they're out there. And I said it a second ago, the concepts of what Coach Sark's offense is, those guys did what they needed to do. Coach Sark said if he had to give out a game ball, it would have went to Josh Moore 
because Joshua Moore played his tail off and made plays as we thought he was going to. How did he? How did the quarterbacks get a chance to do that? Oh, the O line stepped up against that defensive line. Hey, some of the things that we were expecting to happen. That's why I don't want everybody getting up into an uproar about what are we going to do, how are we going to do it, who is going to do what, and make sure that you sit there and you say, oh, they, oh, I don't like the way this sounds. Offense is getting beat by the defense. You should. It's like baseball. Pitchers should be ahead of hitters at the beginning of the year. At the beginning of training camp, hitters are not used to seeing live pitching. So the thing about it is they're going to be a little bit behind. But as the season goes on, they start to hit a little bit better and the things go on. Everything evens out. So the one thing that I would love for everyone to do is practice patience. Practice patience. New staff, new philosophies, new concepts, all the way around. Let this coaching staff develop these players. Told you the track record of these coaches are pretty damn good. So I would just be cool, calm, and collected, and let's see what happens moving forward. September the 4th is right around the corner. We are so close to football. You can taste it. We got football coming up on Saturday the 28th. College football is right there. So as these kids are starting to transition into school week and making sure that they're ready to go, they're still getting this, this full load of information. We've got a chance to talk to Coach Sark. We got a chance to talk to Kyle Flood. We got a chance to talk to all the coaches, that are the coordinators, and they've all said the same thing. We've thrown a lot at these kids at a short period of time to try to see what they can handle and pressure bus pipes and players show up that are true players. If you're not going to be a true player and you're not going to be able to fit this system, they're going to let you know, but they're going to give you every opportunity to be that player that you want to be. And I'm excited about what I heard from Coach Sark. I'm excited because he said that the quarterbacks took control and they played that winning football. You look at the running game. We all know that the running game is going to be a major part of what happens at the University of Texas. You go look at any publication right now. B. John Robinson is considered a All-American at this point, preseason All-American. I love it. I'm happy for him, and he deserves all the accolades that are being thrown at him. But I'm going to tell you this much. There's other guys on that in that backfield that are going to be very complimentary to him. And it's going to be a change of pace to what he does. And we better understand the importance of Roshan Johnson in that locker room. I know we got a lot of people that are really pushing Bijan and Keelan Robinson and, and all the other running back. Jonathan Brooks is actually getting a lot of love as well. But let's not forget the guy that sacrificed and made the change for this team and has turned himself into one hell of a running back and that's my man rojo roshan johnson so i'm happy for him so you look at those that uh, that entire place you look at the wide receiver position they stepped up their game they're getting a lot of playmakers and let's not forget xavier 
Worthy. Do not forget that name. I know if you've been listening to all the other shows and all the publications, you will realize that that dude can really get it going. It is going to be something to, to, to pay attention to. It is going to be something that I'm excited about. And it's going to be something that we continue to look at as freshmen that are going to impact. This is going to be the guy. He hits the part. He looks the part. And he can get up and down the field. And we've been looking for some playmakers. And we got Joshua Moore. And now we got Xavier Worthy as someone that's going to be able to do that. The defense played the way the defense is going to play. They made some changes. They moved Alfred Collins to the outside. That's a big man that can move. He got basketball feet. That, and what I mean by that, he is light on his feet and he can get it going. He's a big man that can move. I'm excited about everything that I heard from this past weekend's scrimmage. And all of the points that I left you with last show are right there. The camp is moving in the right direction. The team is moving in the right direction. And I want you to continue to believe that this is going to be a good team. This is going to be a team that is going to grow. We're going to have ups and downs. That's football. That's foot. That's sports. That's sports. And that's how it all plays out to you. But at the end of it all, you got to remember. It's how you get to those points. Are you listening to the things that coach Sark are, is saying? Because this is a totally different conversation than what we were having before with the previous coaching staffs. I'm not even talking about the one that just left. I'm talking about before that. This dude gives it to you raw and uncut, and he keeps you understanding that this is a process. And I know Joel Embiid is sitting out there, try the process. No, this is not what I'm talking about. This is something that we're going to have to understand and when we see it, you're going to be like, okay, okay. But you got to keep taking it in small doses. You got to keep looking at it and find the things that you want to focus on this week or during the game and say, oh, yeah, I can see where this has gotten better. We've talked to the players, and they're talking about the fundamental part of the game and where they've learned a lot. And I'm excited for them. I'm excited for them. I'm excited to see. I'm not drinking the orange Kool-Aid all the way. But I'm telling you this much, I'm right. I'm real close to it. I'm real close to it because of the things that I heard just recently. We heard how bad they were, but now we heard how good they are and how much they're getting better and better and better. And just remember, every practice, some people just don't practice that well. But when the lights turn on, those are some of your best and most exciting players. I don't know what it is. Everybody ain't built the same, but I'll tell you what, I'm excited X as heck. Thank y'all for listening to another short edition of the Horace Knox Live. And just remember this, don't believe everything you see because even salt looks like sugar. Next episode, I'm going to talk about my Dallas Cowboys. Good Lord. Holla back. Peace.